Dead loves to leave little breadcrumbs because she's she's messy, but she loves like surprises. You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for Black horror fans by Black horror fans. Spooky Squad. Spooky Squad. Spooky Squad. I have a normal voice today. I feel it sounds rather normal. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Fantastic. I'm not dead. Did I tell you that it was... I went back to like urgent care and they're like, it's not COVID. It might be pneumonia. Mm. I'm like, oh, that's good news. I suppose. You did not tell me that. No, but then so they like, you know, did an x-ray and they go, well, nothing's there, but we're going to treat you like it's pneumonia. I'm like, okay, just make this (laughs) cough go away. I don't care. (laughs) And then it did. So modern medicine, it's crazy. They gave me medicine and I started getting better. I don't know. It's science. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Crazy, right? Ugh, that's good, though. I'm happy that you're feeling better. And I'm happy you don't have pneumonia or COVID or any other life-threatening yeah. disease. <laughs> yeah, like when doctors do, they give you some information that you didn't really ask for. It's like, yeah, yeah, you don't have this. You don't, uh, you don't have hepatitis. Uh, you're just fat. And you're like, I I didn't ask that. They didn't Is that say what they, they said did, to you? They didn't, no, they didn't say that. But, <laughs> oh. like, but every once in a while, like they hit you with some shit. I remember the last time I was, I don't go to the doctor often, but one of the last times I was at the doctor, they're like, yeah, you, you're like pretty healthy. I just recommend, uh, it was when I first moved to Chicago. I was like, oh, I guess I should get a physical. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, uh, well, you're in a city now. So uh, you should get some vitamin take vitamin d because you probably won't see the sun a lot and i was like what the fuck does that mean it's like we live on a lake (laughs) and then it's like also like you should exercise a little i'm like we we both know that you don't have to tell me that yeah but the medical profession can be very like fat phobic though i also like now now i'm like do you smoke do you do any marijuana and i'm like yeah I do. And what are you going to do? Narc on me? Yeah, I still lie about that. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Last time when doctor, they asked me like, if I, if I like, did any drugs and I was like, no, never. And I don't, I never engaged in sex and I don't leave my house. I've oh, I lied. I I'm, I'm getting better at it as I've gotten older to not lie. But like, I even used to lie when I was in like my early twenties and they'd ask like, oh, like number of sexual partners I'd lie. I don't know why. Uh, one and a half. <laughs> One and a half. <laughs> a, he was, was a very short gentleman. <laughs> I don't know why I lie. I think I just like really internalized a lot of um, a lot of isms and phobias that our society puts on puts on us. Uh, but hey, how do you, how do you that's feel? Okay. But how do you feel besides that? How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm just tired. I um, I've had a long day at work and. I'm leaving for Florida in the morning. So I've been trying to just get stuff done and out of the way before I go. Um, There were some delays with some stuff. So I'm just kind of like frantically trying to scramble. So I I see myself being up kind of late tonight. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. But I'm happy that at least um, I didn't cancel recording this podcast because I have fun doing it. And I was like, you know what? It'd probably be good for me to take a little break and 
like there's no point in like stressing because like there's some things I have I'm kind of waiting on people for too so it's like might as well just record a podcast while I'm waiting you just need to enjoy the journey and not necessarily the final destination number two the (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) because my brain is like so metal like melted right now like there's no way I could come up with the segue (laughs) there's no possible way thank you well I was gonna be like well thank god we didn't do the first one, which deals with planes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no. Um, actually, I I've never been afraid of flying. Oh, I'm terrified of flying. Really? I mean, like, not to the point where I won't do it or I'll avoid it, but I'm uncomfortable. Like the second it's not even like I'm afraid that we will die. It mm. is just I like I hate roller coasters and that mm. pit in my stomach feeling. So, and then my sister once told me that she was in a plane and they hit like some turbulence and it just like dropped 500 feet instantly. And mm-hmm. she's like, but you know, it's kind of like a roller coaster. I was like, that's terrifying to me. I've experienced that too. And I will say that is scary, but you know, I've never really been afraid of flying. I think um, uh, it's like one of the, one of the one things where, I mean, I have irrational fears as we often do. But it's the one like kind of fear that is very common with people that I rationalize as being like, no, it's like unlikely, like you're fine. Like you're, you know, we're going to be fine here. Like um, it's unlikely you're going to get like annihilated by a log on a highway. See, but I'm afraid of that. Like, see, <laughs> <laughs> the flag is the only thing that I, I'm like, I oh, know it's unlikely, but I definitely like this is because of this movie that I don't like drive behind truckers with logs and shit in the back. I always like, nah, I ain't doing that. Like that's not going to be the last thing I see is that, that bad boy. Just like those <laughs> frequent <laughs> trucks filled with logs you encounter in Silver Springs. There's a lot of trees. I guess in Maryland. <laughs> so actually like, it's not, it's yeah, it's not uncommon to see, but we watched the sequel to final destination, final destination two from 2003 um, directed by David R. Ellis and um, starring Ali Larder, AJ cook and Michael Landis. And as well as Tony Todd, who has another cameo in this one, which we, we love to see. Yeah. I just I love his character because like for all purposes, right? He's just he's just a dude. <laughs> just, <laughs> he's just, like just a guy, guy that's who unnecess- works in the unnecessarily like harbinger vibes <laughs> without being yeah. a harbinger. Yeah. So often when I because this is like, I mean, the Final Destination franchise is a franchise. I think they have up to like they're like five movies or something. Um, he shows up in like all of them and so often I'm like, so are you, are you the Grim Reaper? Like, who are you? Like, <laughs> He's just like, I just love death, ma'am. Yeah. And just like, love. I mean, it's Tony Todd. He has that voice. He has that like demeanor. It's like, he just is, you know, eternalized as just kind of like a, the boogeyman for some reason, but we love him and we stand. Um, this is a sequel to the final destination. Um, it tries to like tie in connections to the first one in a convoluted way. Yeah. <laughs> I love this movie though. It's so, it's so like, I, it's I a did, good popcorn movie. Yeah. I thought, I thought mm-hmm. that too. Right. I mean, it's like, you know, it's kind of, it follows the formula of the first one and you know, like the same vibe and it's like, you know what you're getting into. And I wasn't upset that I watched it. Was it the best movie I've ever seen? Obviously not, but I was not bummed that I spent time on it. 
Right. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those um, kind of middle of the road horror movies. I put, um, what would I consider like a part of this? Like, I don't know. I can't think of that. Despite having a horror podcast, I suddenly cannot think of Jeepers Creepers is one. I think it's kind of like one of those like, oh, this is fine. Like, I enjoy that. Like, it's it's not the best movie, but also it's not the worst. And at least it's entertaining. Um, but let's get started. Um, movie starts off. We have, you know, as is the final destination, um, you know, claims of fame. You have like the opening like credits and it's like all of these. It's very ominous and like shadowy and dark. And um, we have like a, a TV like a news reporter is talking about flight 180 from final destination. The first one and it's survivors that got killed, except for one that survived clear rivers, which is the dumbest movie, the dumbest movie name. Yeah. I literally (laughs) didn't realize that. I, I wrote Claire in my notes until I, they show her ID later or something. I was like, Oh, it's clear. I'm almost certain we had the same conversation for final destination. I think we also both were like, Oh, I thought her name was Claire. You know, it's clear. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, they're just giving it a, an accent for no reason. Clear. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, and the, uh, Kimberly, who is our, our protagonist, is watching this. But she's like, you know, you know, you know, death, death loves to leave little breadcrumbs because she's she's messy. But she loves like surprises for you. You I mean, she loves to do surprises for people. She's the friend that throws the surprise parties. <laughs> But, but you don't want no one asked for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you hate surprises because you don't want to die. <laughs> yeah. She, like she full well knows you hate surprise parties, but throws you one every year. She's like, I know what I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> She'll love it. So um, the next day we, you know, we meet Kimberly and her friends and they're, they're going on a road trip. And it's like, there's like, she, like her one blonde girl and these two guys are like, oh, we're stoners. Kind of just like your typical Hollywood teens who are 30. (laughs) (laughs) The ideal teen. (laughs) Could I be cast as a high schooler? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, you just, yeah. I don't want to dig a hole. Yeah, you could do it. (laughs) Don't need to get canceled on my own podcast. As a a high schooler (laughs) who's been like written hard. Yeah, you put know, away wet. She's been like she's she took 30 AP classes her freshman year. And so this <laughs> so you could play like a downtrodden sophomore. <laughs> the presidential fitness test was really hard on me. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I am I am working on my retinol serum. So we'll get we'll get I'll come back to you in like six months. We'll see. We'll see what your answer is then <laughs> after that new skin comes up. So, <laughs> so yeah, so they, they're like, they start on this like road trip. Do we even know where they're going? They're going, they're going to Florida. They're going to Florida. Oh, I spring also break. Re- yeah. It's spring mm-hmm. break. And I also put like, that's a hell of a road trip from upstate New York. Yeah. Like fly. Yeah. And they're <laughs> like, when they start looking at, you know, like plot of like going to get, find clear later they're they're leaving from white plains which is a very affluent burb of oh yes manhattan so i'm like they could fly yeah that reminds me of um when i was my first year of college i um dated this guy who was from spain and he had like a bunch of spanish friends and they decided for spring break 
to go down to Miami, um, but they took a train from Philadelphia. <laughs> and I don't think like, I should have, I think I didn't know that was the plan. They had been saying we're going to Miami. I just assumed they were flying. And then I found out after like, like a few days before, oh, we're taking the train down there. And I was like, I was like, fellas, like this country is bigger than you think. Like it's, it's, it's a, a very, very big country. This country is bigger than you think. And the infrastructure is shittier than you think. Yeah. We don't have high speed trains. So, like you're going to be <laughs> on that train for a few days, which they were like, it was a multi day trip. So they only spent like three good days in Miami. Cause like, <laughs> the majority <laughs> of the trip was riding down or riding up. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I was having a great time in Nashville. I was like, you guys are stupid. Um, so yeah, so they're driving down to Florida and so like she's, as she's going, um, you start getting like the, the thing that happens in all the final destination movies where it's like, oh, there's like weird shits happening. And you feel like the, the tenseness, I think of you, of realizing that these people are going like high speed on a highway and realizing how dangerous it is to just be ever, like ever be in a car. You know, so because like yeah. we're seeing other people driving, like uh, you know, people are like not really, you know, the cops driving Someone's doing coffee coke. on his lap. People are doing coke, <laughs> but it's also yeah, it's also the final like I almost said Final Fantasy, Final Destination thing of like like the coke head and the cop. Like we have to see who these people are, so we know that they're gonna play a part in this later. They're gonna play a part in this later, but also a lot of like kind of um like red herring. So you're like, oh, okay. Like, well, cause you yeah. were all like waiting for, for like the first thing to happen. So there's a lot of like, there's ominous shit happening. Like she's playing the um, radio and highway to the hell starts playing. There's a little boy in a car. And you just yeah. <laughs> do trucks. And yeah. just <laughs> you know, there's like a mom and her son. So we have all these characters and some, some of which will play into this movie as it goes. But uh, as this is going, basically we get our first like Rube Goldberg car yeah. accident situation. <laughs> These are just amazingly insane. <laughs> it's so good, though. I know. There's the log through the sheriff's car. Oh, so good. So fucking good. And it's like it's all happening very fast. So like, I'm not going to go in like, order everything that happens. There's the bit that fucking scares me because I'm afraid of this actually happened to me. The woman and her son and the water bottle falls like underneath. Oh, the break. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm actually like legitimately nervous about that. Like, that. That actually is realistic. Like you always people always have drinks in their car. And you could very easily like, you know, sometimes whenever I drive in flip flops for no reason, like my like when, you know, especially if you're on the highway and you're just resting your feet nowhere near the pedals, if you're cruising and then I put my feet near the pedal and then it'll catch weird. And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. And then like, you panic, if I, right? I'm like, if I need to slam on my brake right now, I could not. <laughs> That's happened to me too. It's terrifying. I feel like it's my own personal final destination, but death's not there. I'm just an idiot. Yeah. I'm just clumsy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Driving is dangerous, but also this is the more realistic um, scenario because plane crashes are rare, but like car accidents, very, very common, like too common. Now I'm scared to get in a car ever again. Lugging, like, you know, like all the out that wood across the country maybe he was tired or he or she was tired didn't fasten the locks properly that always makes me nervous it's like oh, yeah it's like you need to i don't know how well you do your job yeah truck drivers are also i mean there's 
a lot of like methamphetamine use with truck drivers because they have to meet these insane deadlines. So yeah. you you never know you could be driving next to someone who's has not sleep has not slept in like a few days and is really just um you know just this is all this is all just like all of this this movie happens with that law going through the car this is just talking about how shitty deforestation is if we hadn't <laughs> cut down the trees <laughs> this, this whole thing wouldn't have happened wait so like the whole at car accident happens right and it's a like carnage and then slow pan over to like a native american and it's just like a single t- <laughs> <laughs> like that fucking ad Jesus, the 70s. yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, equally as up to date with <laughs> things that are not okay. I was so sad when I found out the guy who was in that that PSA was white. He's just in brown face. Oh, what? But it was the 70s, yeah. But I'm like, but I mean, which isn't an excuse, but it was just like, damn it. I thought he was, really was Native American. White tears. I know. White, what the fuck are you crying for? <laughs> <laughs> you don't get, you don't get on somewhere. Anyway. So everyone dies and <laughs> we get her like, you know, she's like a car is coming at her and she's like, ah! and then she wakes up from um, this from get her thing. I forgot it. The thing is like the premonition. I was like, oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> like, oh, movie's over. Everyone yeah. died. <laughs> well, how sick would that be if everyone you were introduced just died in the first like three minutes? Movie just ends. <laughs> So she um so she comes to and she pulls over, right? And that like really, you know, of course, because Fellows Nation causes other people to stop. So we have like um the guy on the motorcycle, there's um named Eugene, mom and son, Tim and Nora. There's a pregnant mother, there's like this um lottery winner, this guy Evan that we'll meet later, the stoner guy, and like Like, oh, you're you're blocking traffic. We're frustrated. And no one believes her that she's seen this accident until the truck goes by that everything just like (laughs) calamity ensues. I like the the sheriff just tackling her out of the way and her friends just getting yeeted. (laughs) I I was like, oh, shit. It was like, it's not even like... (laughs) Like car accidents are bad, but they get you from like a flaming car. Yeah. So it's like it's like no survivors. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Well, for her, at least. I wonder how long she knew them. Because they're like spring breakers. So were they like early college? If so, did they just meet that year? Because it's like, oh, right. Like, you don't really know them. Yeah. I, that seems like, because, you know, her one friend blonde stereotypical girl she was making like all those lewd jokes in front of her dad and that's something that either a new friend would do because they're like i'm 18 now and i'm gonna test the boundaries of adulthood and i can say shit to you because i'm an adult too or it could have been a childhood best friend because they're (laughs) like i just want to make your dad uncomfortable childhood inappropriate friend yeah, and your dad's just like your parents just kind of like allow her to be around, but they're like, we don't like. Her. <laughs> yeah, you really, really should not go down. <laughs> you should really not go down to the sunny state with her. Sunny, yeah, that's California. That doesn't matter. Sunshine state. Yeah, is Florida. Is it? It's a sunshine sunshine state. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was right then. Yeah, you're doing great. So, <laughs> um. Yeah, so people, everyone dies. And so they end up, like, at, like, I guess, like, the the 
precinct or whatever. And everyone's sitting around. They're just like, whoa, it's like so crazy that like she like knew about it, whatever. And someone brings up, oh, also this is Highway 180. Ooh, Flight 180. Ooh. So that was like the Eugene guy, right? Yeah, I love this. He's the cokehead, right? No, no, no. Cokehead is a no. My favorite part about the cokehead is the first I thought we were going to see our first black person because they start playing like some rap music, like some hip hop. But it Mm -hmm. was just to show the white cokehead doing coke (laughs) on the highway. Oh, yeah. Uh Um, You're right. Because the cokehead guy is his name's Rory. Not like it matters their names. You're right. Because Eugene's actually um, what's Um, his phrase from um, living single? What's his what's his I'm a bad black girl. I know I watch the show so much. What's his name? The fine one. But he's in that. I like that. But yeah, he's <laughs> like, um, he he brings up like the flight and like, you know, that kid Alex, he saw whatever. And everyone's like, whoa, that's he's like, being you know. so ominous. And then he's just like, this is all horse shit. I'm fucking with you. He's like, it happened, but I'm fucking with you. It's not. Yeah, he's like, you guys are stupid. Like, why are you listening to me? This is just like a myth. So um, she goes home with her dad and so I'm reading from the IMDb and her mom died. And um, do we care? <laughs> like dead moms and stories. Yes. But like. I felt unnecessary. I feel like it's an no, unnecessary no. dead mother. <laughs> Those unnecessary dead mothers. Yeah. It doesn't really factor in. I guess if they're trying to be like, she's been touched by death before, but it's like, oh, wait, isn't her mom connected to flight 180? I don't remember. No, she no, from- because her. Yeah. Well, they talk about like how her mom was like beat to death by people trying to like steal their car. Yeah. Because it's when they're all going like figuring out their connections to things. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like, now. It should have been me. That should have been my brush with death. Or yeah. Right. That was it. You're right. You're right. OK. I forgot about that. OK. Dead mom. Important. So. So first, so after all this stuff happens, uh, we first we meet the lottery winner, Evan, and he's like, he just gets home. And now mm-hmm. he's getting all these he's getting all these calls from all these girls who are like, oh, hey, Evan. Oh, heard about your luck. Oh, want to get dreams? I just want to see that nipple ring again. <laughs> it's just very prominent nipple ring. <laughs> just one. And like, it's like, I feel like this movie was written by an incel. I was like, yeah, all women care about is money. I'm like, I mean, yeah, if I someone I used to date won the lottery, like that'd be tight. But I don't know if I would call them if it's been that long. Like, I ain't gonna call them. Like, come on, I'd have to take the L. If we were still friends, I'd be like, yeah, let's hang out. But then we're still friends. We're not just like old fuck buddies. Like we're genuinely friends. I guess. I don't know. I feel like I would I would just be like, I would just accept that I don't get to enjoy that money. Oh, yeah. And that's sure. okay. It's just, it's just not for me. Hell, if if my best friend got that money right now, I know that I don't get that money. I'd be a little upset if, you know, they didn't pay for my trip to, like, somewhere with them, but... Um, I swear to God, if my best friend didn't give me money, though, and she won the lottery, I would... I would do crimes. Just say that. So, um, yeah. So, he's at home, and he's, like, he's trying to make some food and microwave, and here we go with the Rube Goldberg again, because yeah. there's a lot of, um, or rather there's not Rube Goldberg. It's more like Mr. X for this one. This one has well, a lot of the Mr. microwave X. was a Mr. X. Cause like mm-hmm. a, a magnet from the fridge fell into it and then he's microwaving it. And then, I mean, that, like I, guess that's melting, what, I guess that's what causes the explosion. Okay. Spoiler alert. Uh, 
Well, yeah, his hand gets stuck in the garbage disposal. And I'm like, that's going to turn on. And then it didn't. And uh, a fire starts from like the oil that spurts everywhere, Mm -hmm. cooking oil. And then he's just trying to slap it off like with his shirt. And then he just flings it across the room. So now his apartment's on fire. And then death is like closed the windows on him. That was always one thing that I thought was I got why it was happening because, you know, death's trying to even the score. But it was just like it wasn't completely tactful. It's like I'm literally closing the windows on you. It's not like (laughs) something caused the like latch to break. But then he like smashes his way out and gets out right as the fucking place explodes. And I guess that was the magnet in the the microwave. microwave. Yeah. So it's very. um, Again, death. Why don't you just give people heart attacks? (laughs) Yeah. Death is trying too hard. Like just like literally (laughs) just cardiac arrest. Like. Like it's that simple. It doesn't have to be like you literally could just have a grip on homeboy's aorta. Just by blast. You done. You're done. <laughs> Boom, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Death is like, I could just have like a tight five, a really impressive stand up, or I could do a two hour herald. <laughs> He's like, and I love a herald. I'm like, yeah. oh, God, you're terrible. So, um, so but he managed, so he manages to get out. I do love this death gets me because he gets out. Of the <laughs> yeah. So he goes down the fire escape. And then like the fire escape breaks. So he like falls and when he falls, he kind of, like, he, he lands on his back. He slips on his fu- spaghetti that he throws out the window. Yeah. 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 He like slips on it. And then like the, the fire escape starts coming down and then it like, it stops and then he doesn't immediately move. <laughs> yeah. He, he just goes, Oh, thank God. And then from a cool, I mean, that must've been the heaviest fucking fire escape because from six inches, it, plunged through his fucking eye it wasn't just like oh fuck like that hurts and he's like pinned it is decimated <laughs> clean through his face yeah I'm like this like, it literally had to be like i don't know it had been made in like 1930s like the yeah. heaviest <laughs> iron Pure, yeah just iron <laughs> pure iron because yeah. like it really is crazy but he's like oh thank god it's, you know right yeah. through his eye so there he goes. Um, so Thomas, uh, wait, who's Thomas again? I don't remember. Whatever. Who cares? Um, this is when we get like a shot of wait. everyone's watching the news. We get there like we go. Mm-hmm. of every like all the people. From the crash that survived, or you know, would have been in the crash. They are all like watching the news and like, holy shit, that like the person died, and that's what, like what triggers them being like, oh, maybe something's up. I do also like the one shot of a, uh, I can't remember her name, but she's the businesswoman. Mm-hmm. She's a girl boss. Girl boss, and she's on the like an ear, you know, he- and a headset on mm-hmm. a treadmill smoking, and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. That was just very funny to me. It's a good touch. And you know who I loved? I love the stoner guy too. He had a lot of humanity in this movie. I think like they could have just made him like a dumb stoner, but like, like he sees it. Like he, he's with a bunch of friends when it happens and he's like, 
you know, and they're all doing blow and shit. Yeah. And at first he's just kind of like, oh yeah, that's like what I was in that accident. Like, yeah, I survived that shit. But then like he realizes that the other guy died and he's like, oh wait, like he gets like really yeah. serious. And he's like, this shit's real, right? And I, I don't know, something about that scene, I just liked it. It just made him, because we get a little bit more humanity for him later where I'm like, oh, yeah. he's like, not an idiot. He's aware. He's just, he's just, you know, he's just, he's like drugs. <laughs> he's a good guy. He has a soft spot for a druggie with a heart of gold. He is. He's a druggie with a heart of gold. We love to see it. My favorite um, Hallmark movie. <laughs> she was a workaholic. He was a druggie with a heart of gold. <laughs> can, he, can he show her the meaning of Christmas? <laughs> this year. Oh, this holiday December, by the gram. <laughs> uh, an, an instagram influencer falls in love with a druggie with a heart of gold <laughs> christmas by the gram <laughs> oh that's good um so um so but yeah so because of this alex is like okay i need to find out about this clear girl that um thomas had mentioned and you know she's able to find out that clear is in this like mental institution that she actually checked herself into um, move. yeah specifically because she survived the flight but everybody else who survived it has now died so she just like you know she has like when um kimberly gets to the hospital they're like you know do you have keys you have this you take all these things out and she's like oh is she is she dangerous and she's like no but she thinks you are so you have to go in her room like totally just like like i'm surprised that you had to strip naked honestly she's not sitting there naked (laughs) and even then i'm like nah you're there's something you're hiding (laughs) like um bend over and cough real quick let me see (laughs) (laughs) we can't have any risks any any danger so she gets into clears um room and they start talking and you said basic- clear and i'm like you said claire wrong <laughs> continue i'm sorry yeah um she's she's talking to clear and Claire's basic her mo is just like listen fuck these other people you're worrying about save yourself you know get yourself in lockdown there's no way to really fight this thing you just have to like be on the lookout and just look for the signs and like know what's up and Kimberly's was like no this can't be it you're just scared and and she, claire's like get the fuck out of my room basically yeah <laughs> you're a piece of shit so what if everyone you loved died in front of you <laughs> i'm like yeah she's like i mean she's very i mean clear makes sense though i mean like in a perfect world would you be like yeah let's try to like fight this thing but Claire's like listen I, we tried to and then everyone died so it's just me now well, i wonder where her dad is yeah. you know she like she like live with a single father wouldn't they be the, the same woods. wouldn't they be the same age give or take right because they're in high school when this happened mm-hmm. and this is like say kim kimberly is a freshman in college so they're like the same age the whole mm-hmm. time i was watching it it was like clear as like the grizzled war vet <laughs> trying to survive this thing like trying to lead kimberly and the crew through this mm-hmm. but they're, they're the same age <laughs> yeah they are, they are they truly are they're all the same age um so uh yeah so kimberly gets out of there she's like fuck this bitch um so um she goes home and thomas is there and they're talking and uh about what's going on and she sees like a reflection and it's like these pigeons flying um, right so she like but there's birds. nothing there but ah! so she's like 
but she's like, okay, like um, Nora and Tim are in danger and it's going to be because of some birds because she knows the order of who should have died in her premonition. So, um, and Claire is like sitting in the hospital and she's like, you know what? That bitch was right. And she leaves the hospital. Um, Tim and his mom are like at the dentist. This is my, I think this might be one of my favorite. This is, this is a good one. It's so stressful. It is stressful <laughs> because they did so good building up mm-hmm. with misdirects. Yes. The whole, the whole, his whole death is just like a bunch of like this. This movie is very good at escalation. Very good. And then mm-hmm. in very in a very heightened, unrealistic, but realistic way, because like this child dentist is just like the whole like these pigeons come flying into his window and he's just like, God damn pigeons. When are they going to fix this for me? And I was like, get a new office, <laughs> get a new office. But also like the kids sitting there like mouth agape and just like this dentist with like a drill in hand in his mouth is like I'm like the dentist is already a stressful place yeah it's a very stressful place and he's also like being put under like the laughing gas too so he's like he's not totally in control of his body like at some point there's like this rubber fish thing mobile like falls mo- his- yeah <laughs> falls his mouth starts choking <laughs> and the thing is everything that happens in yeah. this scene is like implied it's not like very plausible but like it's not impossible. Though. Yeah, like <laughs> could the, happen. It could, you know, every dentist's office has a fish <laughs> tank and it is possible for a fish to get stuck in like the suction filtration thing, causing a leak <laughs> to like <laughs> go out towards the out, the outlet and the plug. Yeah. And there's like something sparks and it's like the mom <laughs> sitting there and it's like coming towards her. But then she like walks away like past it. Right. And like a pigeon <laughs> flies through the glass is not torn up. And they're all just, but somehow is like evading this office of people trying to pick up a pigeon that realistically should not be able to move. And then like, uh, because the dentist is out there too. And then he comes back to get Tim and he like sees the fish. And then he like looks at him like, what the fuck were you doing? I'm like, clearly I didn't do this. I'm like, I'm I'm high. Like I can't, like I'm falling asleep. I'm not. (laughs) Oh yeah. the, the, The dentist is because the the dental assistant comes in and is just like, how's he doing in there? And he, he, she just pulls the thing out of his mouth and is just like, fine. It's just like, uh. so um, they all leave the dentist though. And, and, and then they, they leave, leave after they all leave. of that. They, yeah, leave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they leave right when, um, when uh, what's his face, the cop and Kim, Kim, and, Kim. and Kim are coming back and they're like, you know, trying to warn them. And like they're like what in the most normal way possible by just screaming pigeons at like, them. Pigeons, pigeons, pigeons. And Tim goes running towards them. <laughs> he was, but like also not impossible. He does what a teenage boy would do, which is like I'm gonna fuck with these birds. Yeah. <laughs> Great operator. Then <laughs> the glass ceiling just came crashing down on this boy. <laughs> he comes whoosh. and it. It squashes him in the most, I assume, unrealistic way. Once again, again, the items in this movie are so heavy. Yeah, he's just like annihilated. Because it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like the omen where the one guy gets like decapitated from like glass. We're like, "Mm, could happen. Literally when he looks up, it bends him backwards. Yeah. It's... I love the physics of uh, of Final Destination. It's kind of like if you play the Tony Hawk 
skate games, no one can jump as high as the people in that game. It's unrealistic. And then if <laughs> that's what I want, if they made like a final destination video game, the physics are just insane. Okay, but like, why isn't there a Final Destination video? That'd be a, such a fun game. That'd be insane. That'd be a fucking great game. Oh just my create, god! Like, a, it's just creating like Rue Goldberg puzzles. If you're death, yeah, and but you could like, oh, you could play as death, or you can play as like a survivor, and you're trying to like, like notice the hints and like avoid it, but then like you could still die. They made a Friday the Thirteenth game. I don't see why they can't make this. Okay, they need to make this. It's happening. Um. So anyway, Tim's death. <laughs> <laughs> very dead also the imdb says some birds come and break the wire causing it to fall and crush tim's skull i'm like no tim's body body crushed. body's crushed <laughs> so, <laughs> so like you know um she's sad we're at, so we're at like um <laughs> we're we're at thomas's apartment right and they've yes. called all of like the survivors together because now they're like, and the, two people have died um, at this point. Like we need to like be in one place and figure this thing out. And um, well, because they, 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 they went to Tony, they went to Tony Todd. You're right. I skipped ahead. They, Sorry. They're, uh, Cause clear is like, there's one person that can help us. This mortician <laughs> we stumbled upon and he's, in the process who has of- a name apparently it's william bloodworth that's it <laughs> yeah <laughs> what he, we stumble upon him wheeling out evan's body and he's just being very he's like dead but so fresh and he's like takes pliers to his nipple ring and like rips it off and then cremates him right there all yeah, while- in front of them and they're all just like you clearly know what's up. Just tell us something. And that's when he's he says everything has an order and like an antithesis. So with life, there's death. But then the opposite of death is life. So you can throw a wrench in his plans by creating new life that wasn't planned. And right. that's when they're like, oh, the one woman that was pregnant, like she should have died. So that means the baby would die. So we need to make sure she stays alive so she can give birth to this baby. <laughs> we make sure we keep her alive like an incubator. Yeah. Like I mean, most... she wants the baby and everything, but it just feels like very, um, she's this, our incubator. And this so is we the can survive. delightfully selfish want of this baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So they're like, um, that's, I think, yes, that's when they're, um, that's when the cop Ooh, uses his, no, kid. there's this, this is the part when they're at the gas station after. Cause they're like, they're at a gas station and then like, there's some boys doing some like fuck shit and they almost get hurt in that oh, situation yeah. and clears like freaking out. But then Kim has a vision and she's like, in her vision is that like a van crashes into a river. So they're like, okay, uh, Isabella, the pregnant woman was the one who was driving that van. So like, okay, like um, he said uh, the Th- Thomas, cause he's a cop and he can misuse all of this, our taxpayer dollars for his resource and resources to find this woman. He sends out an, um, like an APB on the white van yeah. so they can find her. <laughs> I'm like, she's a Brown woman. She's a Latina woman. Like don't be sending like cops after her. Like she, she could have still died. Fuck a cop would have shot her. And, and then she would have died. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, <laughs> biggest predator, uh, the risk to human life is a police officer who wants to pull over a woman. Um, so 
all the survivors are now at Thomas's apartment. That's what happens. And they're like, okay, like, well, who's next? Right. So Nora knows it's her. But she's like very despondent. Her son literally just got crushed to death. And then you add, they're like, my my husband died four years ago. My son died yesterday. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, she's like, I don't really care. I mean, which understandable. She's very much in the middle of grief. And she's like, okay, do, do I'll you die. Like, do you like the line when she's like, if I'm supposed to die and be in heaven with my family, I'm come to terms with that. And I was like, do you know you're that good of a person? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> also, do you know... How are you gonna die though? It's not even gonna be cute. It's not you're gonna die like because death is extra. You're not gonna just fall asleep and not wake up. Like you saw how you saw how how your son went. Like right, it was gonna be wild. Are you sure you want this? So we have them all. This is the juncture when everyone's. It's a mix of like Eugene and Mother Nora being like, I don't really buy into this. I, I'm we're the masters of our own destiny, and then everyone else being like, let's foolproof the apartment. So it's just kind of like them putzing around and then Nora and Eugene are like, fuck it, we're out. And they go in the elevator and then they see a guy carrying a box. Well, before that didn't, wasn't Eugene almost gets killed? No, 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 he doesn't. You're right. He leaves with Nora while they're in the house, though, in the apartment. That's when the other fucking weird shit happens with the kayak. Yeah, like it comes out and they're like, "Ooh, that could have been somebody getting fucked up. And that's when and that's when he's like, fuck it. Well, that makes him help dummy proof the house. But then he's like, I'm done. All right. Bye. He's like, I helped, but I'm leaving. (laughs) And then so he and Nora in the the elevator with a guy with a box of prosthetic hook hands. And a creepy guy that's just like smelling Nora from behind. And then Eugene just like looks and goes, <clears throat> and this guy's like, oh, whoa, whoa, I forgot there was another person <laughs> in this elevator. <laughs> but then, so they had the talk with them, uh, right? It's like, you got to watch the signs. And then Rory knocks something over or something, and then lights shining through something. He's like, this looks like a man with hook hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's like look that's this is a man with hook hands he's like is this something i'm like no bro you're just high as shit he's like i see a man with hook hands <laughs> he's actually <laughs> just like just took a bunch of shrooms yeah <laughs> but, but it helped because they they called door oh yeah they handed out cell phones to everyone like burner phones so that they can it's 2003 stay, and yeah. not everyone has a cell phone yeah in this, at this point which is so crazy to think but like, yeah not everyone really had a cell phone in 2003 right and some people have bags of cell phones. <laughs> a sack of Nokia's. Yeah, yeah, straight up. It's like, yo, it, at least play Snake on this thing or something. Yeah. That- so they call her and they're like, oh man, be careful, like a man, which which then triggers her to freak out because she's like, a man with hooks is going to kill you. A lot she- of this is kind of like... <laughs> Death is just counting on these people being idiots because it's well, like, it's like, oh, you know what? Kimberly's going to run up to this 15 year old and scream pigeons. And a 15 year old is going to hear that and think, I'm going to run through these pigeons. She's like, pigeons. He's like, oh, pigeons. Watch out for a guy with hook hands. Oh, fuck. One of those is behind me. I'm going to stand up and get my hair snagged in his hook and then freak out and try and get out of the elevator. Well, you know, but you know what this this show, this movie is? It's basically just um, That's So Raven. Because every episode of That's a Raven is her having a vision and then trying to like prevent it. And because she had to prevent it, the thing happens. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. OK, we don't we'll get to it. But at the very end, if this was a black movie, it wouldn't be a black movie. It'd just be That's a Raven, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it 
<laughs> it would be though because like it literally is just like just stop interfering and the baby will happen because she does freak out and her long ass fucking mormon ponytail <laughs> what are you you fucking you fundamentalist what the hell the hell is this she gets it gets caught in this guy's hooks and like, so a, like it was just everyone was so smart all around. She's freaking out, trying to leave. Hook hands doesn't think to unhook her or just follow her, like follow her out so they could untangle it. Not in the closing elevators. Exactly. Because she's trying to like get away. So then she she goes and the elevator closes. So then she's like she's stuck. And he's just like, ah. yeah, what, do we <laughs> what do? do I do? I'm like, push the fucking box and just push her out. Like, hell. so then, um, so then they're on one side trying to get her. And that's when Kim and them come out and they're like, oh shit. And they're trying to like help her out. And the elevator is just going up and up and up. And eventually she gets fucking decap again. Heavy stuff. Well, also that actually is likely like if you could get crushed like that. Yeah. But I don't know if you get behead, behead. I think you just would suffocate, honestly asphyxiate so yeah. she gets um she gets beheaded and and um immediately it's like a smash cut and it's fucking um eugene's coming in and he's flipping out because he's like covered yeah. in black. <laughs> classic black man reaction like, oh hell not. yeah i mean it steals cop tommy tommy cop's gun and he's like going out on my own terms and i i was impressed because i don't think even if i was that distraught that i could physically harm myself to the point of death i don't know i'm also i'm a scaredy bitch so we'll see what happens uh hopefully never but he pulls out the gun and he shoots himself but nothing happens and he goes through the clip and nothing happens and then they're like you you walk around with an unloaded gun and i was waiting for that to be like well you know you never know what'll happen but no he's like i'm a good cop yeah it was fully loaded and they're like you have six blanks And he's like, no, that's impossible. And I'm like, ooh, death on some shit. That was wild, though. Could you imagine, though, that if you witnessed that and someone stretches out six times, like, gun just Dude, doesn't I go. was waiting for Tom to just take the gun and, like, in the ceiling or in the floor, just pop off all six rounds and be like, no, that was live. <laughs> kills his neighbor upstairs. Yeah, he kills six strangers to prove that Eugene should have been able to kill himself. There's upstairs, like, oh, <laughs> There, I, oh my god he shoots the six rows um things but like someone is coincidentally doing that fucking tiktok where you pretend like you're getting shot but they're actually just getting shot. jesus christ <laughs> where those bullets come from so um like oh shit what's your turn man so mm-hmm. they leave the apartment and now um isabella gets pulled over and like, yeah, this this vehicle's been stolen, man. You got to go to prison. She's like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. She's like, as anyone would be. Like, I'm pregnant. Like, I'm not stealing. Yeah. But I think she thinks it's her husband or some shit. Because if I'm she's like, oh, my God, fucking so she She's like, you know, she's got yeah. caught up in some shit. But just then, she, her water breaks, right? And the cop, like, is panicking. And she's like, Dude, the fucking hospital. <laughs> I like the cop is just like, you're not going to do this to me. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's not going to do that to you. Oh, man, I wonder how she feels. I love how much movies misrepresent labor and that every time a woman has a baby, she her water breaks first. And it's like actually very uncommon. But anyway, yeah. So they're like, shit. Um, 
you know, we need to go. So, so she's being taken away and, but we go back and the others are in a car together and they're driving. And this is when they are, so they also talking about their near death experiences. So Eugene explains that he was a teacher and he had been transferred to a new school and the teacher that took his place died two year, two days later. Um, the girl boss is like, yeah, I was on a bus that like killed this girl in the same town that clear is from. And then, um, you know, and then like, uh, worries like, oh man, I was, you know, I was in Paris and shit. And I was an acid having a good ass time. And then this guy got killed by a falling sign. And, you know, basically after everyone tells their story, like, oh, Thomas was on like a train and he like cleaned up, you know, the kid who got hit by the train. And it's like, oh my God, those are all the survivors from the first movie. Like Terry got hit by the bus and like the teacher from who's who's supposed to go to, you know, whatever. So it's like, oh shit. Like we're all connected to flight 180. Oh my God. (laughs) And it was also when we find out that Kim was like, yeah, like I was watching the news. I got distracted watching the news. Okay. So they didn't do as well with Kim's story. Everyone else's re- yeah. relationship was a lot more direct. Like I was there when the thing happened. I saw this happen. Kim's was literally just like, oh yeah, I was with my mom, but then I got distracted watching TV about a kid who strangled himself in the bathtub then my mom got murdered. Yeah, <laughs> she just, just like- kind of had like, yeah, it was like hers was just tangential survivor's guilt about her mom. Yeah, I'm like, I could have. she could have also been watching like Spongebob. She could have been watching anything. It's like, it wasn't like that unique yeah, it, yeah compared to other ones yeah they kind of dropped the ball on that one um yeah sorry your mom died for nothing kim because <laughs> you're <laughs> stupid and that's um, when that's when they're like that's when clears because she deduced that when they're met in the uh the asylum and she goes oh that's why death is working backwards gots to cover cover her footsteps <laughs> which i'm like I'm like, okay. Why? She's not in, no one's in pursuit of her. She's, she's death. Like, she, <laughs> yeah, she's, like why would, they're what hot world, on my tail. They're hot <laughs> on my tail. In what world does death have to like, oh, I have to cover my tracks. Like, as if like, we don't know what death is. Like, yeah, death is a, a concept across all cultures. No one's like, there's this thing called death and like, it's, it's doing crimes. Like, <laughs> Right. She's like, bitch, I've been doing this since day one. So I'm wondering what was like death like in different like historical times? Do you think death had something to do with Jesus being like crucified? Um, you could death. There was like a Rube Goldberg situation. The, yeah, in the <laughs> yeah, it was back when you know death was fresh on her game. You know, <laughs> so it was more elaborate. Like, all right, I'm going to. It's more like maybe like wasn't like outward doing so much like closing things on people and straight up like pulling valves and shit. Like death would just come over and like whisper in someone and was like, that guy thinks he's the king of the Jews. <laughs> And like whisper like, in her ears and be like, I think you should let Barabbas free. Yeah. I don't so. know. <laughs> Worship this false idol. <laughs> it's just... just like whispering things. Yeah. yeah. It's all no, just... I love, but I love to think that she was like there when Marie Antoinette got beheaded and there was like an elaborate thing where she like fell on a banana and there was like all this. <laughs> Death actually invented the game of telephone. It's just like. Yo, I heard this. <laughs> Death is just a gossip. That's all it is. Yeah, she's a messy bitch. Lives for drama. Um, so as so the cop and Isabella, the pregnant woman, are speeding on a road. And and so is the other, they're also driving the group. But girl boss's um, tire pops and they almost hit the van. So then like the car is, is like going out of control and they get into a car a crash, right? 
and it go like a log because these fucking logs are just this, yeah, this, this farm and then just a fucking like ton of pvc pipe yeah it's like it was weird and like like the fences it's weird but anyway like a log goes through the car and that's when like girl boss is you know is pinned pinned and eugene gets like a punctured lung but is still alive Mm -hmm. Um, because a pvc pipe (laughs) yeah coppin is yeah it's it's, he got trait um (laughs) uh coppin isabel isabel they're like it's like they're the farmers the family is like they will help them i have a baby <laughs> let's go so they take <laughs> off but not before he says every emergency vehicle needs to come to this farm mm-hmm. so so help is coming and i like the kid k girl boss k is uh you know the son of the family is like it's like help get this log off and he's just like pushing and he's like i don't know what to do dad <laughs> <laughs> like i'm like that's very cool i also would freak out yeah i'm, like, I'm a kid <laughs> yeah i was like i don't I, I, not only am i not strong i don't i'm not a medical professional i don't know if you see where you just crashed but we farm pvc pipe <laughs> <laughs> which oh by the way the pvc pipe is also it's through her headrest as well so there's pvc pipe behind her and then the log is is on her too yeah. so this is important um so they're waiting there and like uh, a camera crew like news comes by and uh rory is this is like when rory's a sweet yeah sweet this prince was like he's a like, really good scene yeah it was like he is like very emotional he's like listen like here are my keys like i know that i'm probably gonna die soon like you know can you just like make sure you go to my house and like get rid of anything i'll break my mom's heart and i was just like oh i know like <sighs> that's not only to just come to like that place i mean like i'm gonna die soon uh, he's thinking about his mom and her feelings he's like you know get rid of my porno my drugs i know i was just like think how much easier this would have been on kimberly if this was just like 10 years later and it's just like just clear that browser history thanks yeah but you don't have to like literally dig through my house you can just like come like just yeah or just steal my laptop honestly just take it yeah just <laughs> the password is weed with five e's (laughs) (laughs) but and that's but yeah so you said the news crew and they we get the shot of like the undercarriage of the van because they back onto a post or like a very like a rock rock that punctures their some back gas line Mm -hmm. and so then we just see that leaking into an exposed PVC pipeline, some irrigation system, I assume, that is not irrigating anything. <laughs> it's really not. Um, so, like, and while that's happening, the firemen have like the jaws of life and they're trying to cut Cat, uh, the girl boss, out. And she's like, You guys are being so loud. And, you know, they're like, Oh, like, oh, we'll try to keep it quiet for you. But that's when um, they force it so hard, <laughs> they, they trigger the airbag. Cops. And it, it deflates and she's fucking pale. Yeah. They're just like, oh, that's a whoops. <laughs> My bad, guys. <laughs> yeah. And then we also get. It just turns to a Chevy commercial. Because <laughs> like at the same time, she is smoking. So her cigarette falls and then lands in the PVC trench and lights goes up, blows up a vehicle, which is by a 
barbed wire like section of fence that mm-hmm. it of course just fucking blows with such force. And it Thomas sh- and Thomas first oh remember he also saves oh, the yeah. kid. Because at some point I think like yeah. Oh when the when the van came in. Yeah when the van came in Thomas, yeah that's important. He gets the farmer's no, son Rory, and like Rory pushed the kid out of the way. Oh it was Rory? Yeah and he's just oh. like, he's like what's wrong with you kid? You gotta watch out. Oh, okay. Oh my God, Rory. I'm nine. And he saved the life. Yeah. So save that kid in time for a. So Thomas was doing something, but he trips and falls as this explosion happens, which jettisons this section of barbed wire fence. Totally straight. Totally straight. It doesn't like move. It's just like it's it's like like when Predator lands and launches his net gun, it's just straight and just (laughs) segments poor Rory. Uh, Pory, if you will. <laughs> yes, he gets he gets he turns into like salami and just kind of like yeah <laughs> and falls apart. So he's fucking dead. Um so they're like uh the farmer lets them take his truck and they go. And then like um Kim has another vision, and this time she sees a doctor named um Kalargian that she thinks is going to choke Isabella. So they're like, okay, um, they're like, we need doctor. to go. We need to go to the hospital because this doctor is going to try to kill Isabella. Um, and Clear is with Thomas at the hospital, right? So um, they tell, they, I guess they call her and tell her what but they saw. But then Eugene seems like he's doing all right. But then the vents suddenly just close. The vents suddenly just close. And Magical then also close. like, <laughs> like, tubes connected to like everything start moving and coming disconnected and filling the air or Mm -hmm. the room with like you know oxygen or whatever yeah also i love that like all like the the breathing apparatus is just connected by one plug that just gets pulled (laughs) literally you pull the plug just one (laughs) um so but they get to the hospital and clear goes to find um you um yeah, yeah, because Clear's not actually in there yet. You're right, actually, because Thomas is Tom, Eugene's alone. Clear comes to find Eugene and Thomas and Cameron. Like, okay, we're gonna go find Isabella. Yeah. Um, so there Isabella's in labor, but you know, it seems that the baby is like kind of in distress that the cord is like wrapped around its neck. So they're they're going through that. And uh they hear they overhear Thomas and Kim hear the intercom calling for Dr. Kalargian. So like, okay, we need to go find her and like stop her. And which I'm like, Isabella's having a baby though. Like this could kill her. <laughs> yeah. Once again, you need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> they run into the delivery room, they're just like pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> the pigeons come out of nowhere. Yeah. Um but they they stop Kalarjian from entering the room, but then the baby is born and it's fine. Um, and Eugene's air comes back and, and from the emergency yeah, battery. Well, so they be- start thinking like, okay, like great. we saved the, the thing. Um, and they're like, woo, we beat death. And then Kim has another vision. And in the vision, she sees that Isabella is at the wreck, but she's not dead. She was never supposed to die in the accident. They just assume that she had died, but she did yeah. not because she's just standing there like, what? <laughs> yeah. So then that's and then so clear goes into Eugene's room. Right. And right after that premonition, the thing fucking blows up. 
Yeah, because the plug like disconnects and because spark- again, this this movie yeah. loves like little sparks from plugs. <laughs> yeah, like this this movie franchise has done wonders for people being like, "Yo, no spark, too small." Like the the, the wildfires are a testament. Like, don't the smallest spark can just decimate an entire landscape. <laughs> so, but Clear gets blown the fuck up. She's like totally burnt. All right, and um. They're like, okay. So then Kimberly um, realizes like, well, maybe the, the visions were actually about me, right? Um, also, Eugene's dead too, because the room blew up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we forgot to mention that. We don't see his body, but like, he's dead. Like, he's definitely dead. Um, so um, she's like, yeah. Um, she's like, this, the visions are about me. Like, I'm supposed to like sacrifice myself. And then and- we see something. Sorry to jump on you. No, see those uh, those articles on the billboard, and then mm-hmm. it like zooms in. And it's like patient revived after drowning, like new life. And she's like, "Oh, that's the new life." Mm-hmm. And she goes and hijacks a fucking ambulance. Yeah, she hijacks an ambulance, and then she just like um, driving drives it right into the lake. Right. Thank so God, then- this hospital is right on the lake with <laughs> a dock, with not even like a dock that like you know, if it were a hospital on the lake, it would be. A very nice, you know, because they probably take patients out there and it'd be like some wellness shit out there. It was just some doc that, you know, <laughs> Uncle Rick made <laughs> before he sold the cabin and turned it into a hospital. Literally, it's just like just a dock next to the hospital. Um, so she drives the van into this lake and then Thomas follows her to get her out. And then she's like, she's like, you know, she's going. She's like seeing flashbacks. And then she wakes to see the vision that she saw earlier. And it's Dr. Kolarjian wasn't choking Isabella. She was reviving her. Oh, we really, Aww. we really, we really, really screwed Dr. the pooch Kolarjian. on that one. Yeah, we Way really, we really misjudged the single Armenian representation in this movie. Way to go, Raven. <laughs> God, Raven. So Thomas is there and he's like, maybe you made it like, like he's live. <laughs> so she survived. <laughs> <laughs> you lived so um he just becomes like megan the stallion he's like ah, and, you know, she's, <laughs> she's alive so um we have a, a, a flash forward and thomas and kim have been invited to the farmer the, remember the farmer who the farmer love, farms PVC? I, I, yeah i love yeah not pcp no pvc uh yeah not as lucrative i i like i wonder what that phone call had been like it's like hey do you want to just come here for no reason Yes. Yeah. It's like, was it like, what was, yeah, I guess he, he's like, oh, yeah. Hey, I should call those people where all their friends died on my farm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that aside, they were invited to a nice barbecue lunch, a little bar, a family barbecue. And um, the son goes to check on the food. And the father's, <laughs> the father's like, he's like, yeah, you know, your friend, you know, before he died, you know, he saved. My son, he almost got hit by a truck and he pulled him out of the way. And then Tom is like, oh, shit. And then it like goes to them just sitting pleasant. And then the fucking barbecue explodes. And this was, I think, one of the... I could not have asked for a better ending. This kid just fucking eats it. It's just like... Because it's not like they linger on it too long. It goes, oh, you know, he should have died, but he was saved. Oh, no. Boom. 
and the mom just scream and then his fucking severed barbecued arm lands on the table. What a what and the a mom screams. I lost it. That was so funny. I wonder so how funny. I wonder and how so funny like, they wanted it to be because it was very funny. It was hilarious. And the thing is, it's like it's it's a huge departure from the rest of the movie because the rest of this movie, it also the first one takes on a very like kind of like dark and solemn tone, like, tone of like, you know, you can try to fight death and it's like an existential question. And the first one does it better. Like, I think the first one's like more like, better in terms of like, an artistic standpoint. This one's like fun. Yeah. But like, yeah, up to this point, it's been pretty like serious. Like what's going on? And then this happens. It feels like the end of like a scary movie movie. Like, exactly. what? <laughs> 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 like it was, if you would, it had the same energy of just like, I went all day without getting a pie in my face. And if he were to lift up the barbecue and then a clown jumped up and pied him in the face, and he just turns to the camera and like, wah, wah, same energy. It's the same fucking energy. It's so funny. Uh, yeah. And that's how it is. Yeah. That was when you were like, yeah, I've seen this 200 times. I was like, oh, wow, really? But then after watching it, I'm like, this is I I would not like seek it out often. But if someone was like, do you want to watch a final destination too? I'd be like, sure. Why not? Yeah. I feel like it's one that like, it, it's always randomly like on a streaming service or when I had cable, it would just like be on like the sci-fi network. And I'd be like, okay, I'll watch this. And then like, it's how, as I've seen it so many times. I just was like, always, I think like, when we first got premium channels, when I was a kid, it was on stars a lot. I think I just would, like rewatch it. Cause like, this is so funny. <laughs> Oh, but that was Final Destination 2. I think you're absolutely right. If this were a black movie, it would just be that's a raven. So uh, and you know, once once we get hired as I would be a writer on Disney. I don't give a shit. They got money. <laughs> they got yeah. lots of money. So we can we'll write this for you. Yeah. Oh, like a, a dark and edgy that's a raven. Yeah, Disney hire us. Yeah, I want to suckle on that sweet, sweet Disney teat. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, I told those you. Di- I want to get Disney mommy milkers. I want to get know? cast in a Marvel movie because then I'm guaranteed at least either two to three movies, at least two appearances in some fucking Disney Plus show, and if it's like if I'm enough of a main character, they'll pay for me to get in shape, and then I will take <laughs> all of the roles with any physical activity. You want me to? You want me to? You want me to lightly jog ten feet? You got it. <laughs> You want me to you want me to do a push-up? Done. <laughs> These will not be deal breakers in my contracts. I can do anything. You're gonna get like ripped like um Kumail Nanajani, but then you're just to like run for like a second. Yeah, there is like so what superhero do you play? None. I'm just a guy. I'm not I have no speaking role. I just I am just in the shot and have to dodge getting hit by a boulder. But I got shredded for it. <laughs> it's like, actually, they didn't pay for it. This was all out of pocket. <laughs> they told me, actually, it was completely unnecessary. <laughs> they actually, when I go and I got on set, they were actually a little bit annoyed that I had done that. Because like, <laughs> oh, we cast you like one way and you came, you showed up looking like one of the superheroes and you're literally <laughs> not. <laughs> see, the whole point is that they're like superheroes. So they seem like special, but you're just supposed to be a guy. Like, you can't look like them. Yeah. <laughs> but I still get in like I, I'm I'm in two movies, right? 
you're like, I guess fine. Sign them up. That's what they do. You, you get a Marvel movie. There's like sign them up. And they bring out like a, a quill pen and it's not ink. It's blood. Yeah. You sign. It's, that it's is... like, it's like little mermaid. And then now you're in Marvel. Yeah. Until, till you cease to be useful. Yeah. Until you, until the, the steroids get to your heart and then you fucking die. The roids they gave you to make you get shredded. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was Final Destination 2. Tune in next week. Um, I don't know. What should we do? I was thinking we should do Child's Play too. Let's do it. Shall we? Are we going to um, get a certain person to come, come hither? We'll try to get a certain someone, you know. Sorry that I'm so last minute, but hopefully we can get a certain someone. Hint, hint. If you're listening, you know who you are. Hit me up to be on the podcast um i can't believe august is basically over now I know. um next month's theme i'll just tell you now hey i'll tell you now uh, it's 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 back to school september horror movies that take place in a school setting so reach out to us if you have any movies that you'd like to see us cover let us know yes please we we haven't plugged this, I feel, as much as often as when we first started. Mm-hmm. Reach out to us on social media. I don't know if you know this, but we thrive on attention. Even if yes. the attention is just legitimately telling us what to do. Mm-hmm. And how. <laughs> yeah. Like, for example, someone commented on a post. I think I showed you, Sonique. And they're like, I would totally pay for a Patreon. Uh you know, if more of the Spooky Squad told us that, maybe we'd stop being lazy and make a Patreon. Yeah, maybe we'd stop being lazy and make a Patreon. Maybe we'd, we'd finally like make like content earlier, so there could be like bonus content that you could bonus get. Bonus content. Maybe we make those shirts. I think our logo. Uh, shout out to Jordan Stafford. I think that make a pretty dope shirt. I think make a shirt. I'd like that as a mug. That make a nice mug. Mm-hmm. It'd be awesome. But um, yes, be sure to follow us across social media. Keep reaching out to us. We'd love to hear from you and rate and review the podcast if you haven't done so already. Um, any last words, Andrew? Deforestation is by far the biggest cause of unnatural death through Goldberg death machines. So support not deforestation. Plant a tree. Plant a tree. Save a life. Plant a tree, save a life. <laughs> fuck, fuck up death's design with a tree. Yes. <laughs> Bye-bye. Peace out, Spooky Squad. <laughs>